Uh, I hope everyone got some food. Um, if you didn't, go ahead and get food. Keep getting food. I don't care till it's all gone. At least everything I brought, I'm only going to count that part. I'll take whatever you want. Uh, but uh, anyways, hope, hope everyone enjoyed the stuff that's back there. If you didn't know about this, John talked about this last Wednesday night. And it's just this is our little adult Christmas party. So, so continue eating. The uh, devotional will be very short because I'm unskilled, but that's all right. Yes, yes, thank you to everyone that brought food. Uh, everything I tasted was good. Is it all right? Ignore what? <laughs> so if everybody's about done, we'll go ahead and uh, uh, open with a prayer. And Dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much for this opportunity to come together. Thank you for the, the fellowship with the food and the fellowship with each other. Thank you for an opportunity to, to go through your word, Lord. Let it impress on our hearts what you would have it to say. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. So in considering most of the sermons have been leading up to Christmas type stuff, I thought why break from that tradition. So we're going to kind of go through that tonight. So if if anybody would like to read along with me, or excuse me, actually somebody could read for me. Would someone like to read? It's going to be a lot. Matthew 2, 9 through 12. Okay, David, all right. Thank you. So um, what we're going to be just talking about briefly this evening is the gifts. Um, the gifts that the Magi brought or the gifts that the wise men brought. Um, historically, I mean, uh, we've gone over this several times, but we don't know exactly how many uh, wise men there were. We don't know if they brought other things besides the three gifts that are listed. They could, there could be other things. In the text, it talks about the, that they opened their treasures so it, it leads me to think that, that they came out, and if you picture um, a group of people back in that day, I, I've seen a lot of movies, and you can always see like the, the rich Arabs laying out the spread inside the tent, and, and you imagine a lot of things, and, and these, are, these are, we assume, very wealthy individuals. Um, when they come in, they, they, they're breaking out all these treasures, and you see all this richness, and then they present the Christ child with the three gifts, the gold, the frankincense, and the myrrh. Um, they're bringing, historically, whenever a dignitary goes to another country and goes and meets someone, 
like an, another country's leader, when they bring gifts, they bring gifts that are uh, like the signature of their country, the, the kind of things that their country is known for, but the best of. They're bringing the best they can, but it's representing their, their homeland. These, these wise men, this is just as, just as likely that these gifts meant had multiple meanings, and, but one of them was where they came from. So myrrh, I mean, gold comes from just about everywhere, but uh, myrrh and frankincense um, are, come from trees that are, it's like harvested from the sap and harvested from the bark of the different trees, and they're in Africa and India and uh, Asia and like the Far East and, and also the South too in Africa. But so they would have been coming from those areas where frankincense and myrrh are known for. They would have brought that and they would have shown, you know, representative of their country and where they're from and the very best. The gold, um, just the richness, but the other things from their people, from their world. Um, this is what, when you're presenting a gift, you're bringing your very best. Anytime you give a gift to someone, how much what you put into that gift says a lot about your relationship with that person or your relationship that you'd like to have with that person, whether you want to make the relationship better or the relationship is what it is. If it's, if it's a very close loved one, are you really going to make it better? Probably not. You're probably right where you want it to be, but you want to maintain that. So that gift is going to be something that is from your heart. These, these people were bringing gifts from their heart, and they wanted it to show how much, how much they wanted to worship the king because they knew he was the king. And the gift is one thing, but the journey is the other thing. If you look at, like, Andy, she's working on a quilt. She's making this really beautiful quilt. And one day that quilt is going to be a gift to someone. E even if it's a gift way later on in life, that's still going to be a gift. And the person that gets that quilt is going to know all the work, all the time, all the thought, all the heart that went into that. You can never sell a quilt for what you put into it. You'll lose every time because it's your heart that you put into it. So the, when, when the Christ child is presented these gifts, it's, it's, a, it's assumed that he's, God knows that these people are giving their best. In this time of year, we should be looking at what, what we're giving as our gift. What, is, what are we presenting to the Christ child this Christmas? We can't come in, throw something down. It's, it's not about a monetary gift. It's not about any one particular thing. Christ wants our best gift, and he always wants our best gift because God gave his best gift to us. So when we're doing a gift exchange, we need to look inside and we need to make sure that we're giving our very best it's it's not 10 percent. it's it's not uh, uh something to the church it's 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 not any of those things you can't define the gift that you're giving the christ child by a christmas card or by a check um it's it might be your time it might be your skills it might be just your heart um it's most definitely at least a portion your worship because he, he deserves that. And not just at Christmas time, but throughout the year. 
So with, with your gifts, sorry. with your gifts, look internally, look at what you've put towards that gift, whatever that gift happens to be. So your, if it's your time, your time, how much time you put into that gift, how much time she put into the quilt, because every second that you put towards the gift, whatever the gift is, it only increases the value. Because God knows every second that you've put towards everything in your, in your world. Um, Matthew 6.21 says, for where your treasure is, there will be your heart also. You're spending your time preparing your gift this year. What are you spending your time on? Is when Christ gets that gift, when you, when you present that to the king, is it, is it going to be that gold, frankincense, and myrrh, that thing that someone put a lot of time and a lot of effort in? They didn't just come across the town. Or they didn't just come across town. They came from far, far away. And they were traveling a long time, just looking at a star and only basing their whole travels on just some words that they read, some, some stories that they had heard, but they were coming wholeheartedly. How many of us have just gotten in the car and drove to the other side of the country on, a, on just a thought or just a whim, or maybe something's going to be there when I get there? You don't. You, you, don't, you, don't have, you don't set up a trip. You don't start something like that without knowing that when I get there, this is going to be there. The, my hotel room's going to be there when I get there. The tickets for Disneyland are going to be on the desk when I walk in. That it's, it's, it's all going to be ready. They didn't know that. They were, they were basing it purely on faith. They put all that into how much are we putting into it. Um, so what are your treasures? What are the things that, that you put your heart into? And how can you, I know me personally, just, just reading on this and, and looking at this, it was an internal look and seeing that maybe, maybe my heart's not always in the right place. I could say that my heart's not in the right place a lot. Um, I focus on things that I, I could pr probably better spend my time focusing on Christ. Um, but I think we all... You know, you got it's a busy world. You got you got to get up in the morning. You got to go to work. You got to got to come home. You got things to do. You got driving. You got all these things that keep you busy and that take your mind. And we need to we need to slow down, focus. We need to set aside a portion of our day for Christ. We need to set aside a portion of our heart, the bigger portion. But we need to do all those things every day, and especially leading up to Christmas, coming up to this time of the year when we, we really take a big step back and we look at the whole family and we look at everything that we've had going on for the whole year and we look back and we say, thank you for all of this that Christ gave us that God gave us throughout the entire year. It's, I know in my world, I gotta, there's a big backlog of thank yous that I have not got to him yet. And I need to, this time of year especially, I need to slow down, take a little time on my knees and just really appreciate all the things that God's done for me. And most of all, salvation. But 
every little step, every day. Every day I can see something that, that God did for me today. And apart from the obvious, when you get the breath in my lungs and, and the sunshine on my shoulders, there's, there's stuff every day. Um, when, we, when we get to this time of year, look, look out, look at all the gifts in your life that you've been given. Look at all the things that, that God has done for you and just remember that when you're turning around and you're giving your worship and you're giving your time and you're giving your, your gift back to God, let's focus on that this year and just, just take a look inside and make sure that it's, it's from the heart. It's, from the, it's that long suffering, that, that true gift of, of whatever it is, whatever it is that you're giving God this year. Um, and then let's make it the whole next year. Just keep it going. It doesn't have to stop. And that's a short devotional. Does anyone have any questions? Easy peasy. Yes, ma'am. I just like that you're representing Canada, so I like You're welcome. It was a good place to go swimming. I will definitely go back to Tobermory. See? Focus. See? Trick. Anyways. Oh. So um, there's more food left, so we'll take a little time and kind of still, if y'all want to still do a little bit of more fellowship together, and um, do you... Uh, okay. Yes. So at quarter till, we will all get together and do our praying, like, like me some praying. So... I like it. It's a good word. I've been saying it for a long time. Praying is an active thing. Mm-hmm. Anyways, so uh, I'll say a little short prayer here just to close this, close the devotional, and then y'all can go back to eating food or eating food or whatever, whatever makes you happy. I know eating food is one of the options. I didn't, I didn't bring in the disco ball. It's still out in the hall. Do we have new prayer things today? Yep. Yes, we do. Thank you for remembering what they're called. Everything is a thing once you're over 60. It's the prairie folders. <laughs> Oh, they have an inset. Oh. Sorry. There you go. No, it's fine. It's whatever. She's being helpful. She's being helpful. You should You just should be thankful that people are willing to take over so you don't have to delegate. Ooh, an extra. Sweet. Any, any, any other 
Did you get one? Yes, she did. Oh, yep. To like message me about it, and I'll get it updated. Do you want me to say that? I can say. I can say that. Yeah, you got a good voice. So, Kelsey wanted me to let everyone know if you have any immediate prayer concerns that you want to get, uh, that we're going to discuss tonight, if you could just tell her. Um, if not, if it's something you want to see added to the prayer guide, if you could just send her a message or something in some form of written form so she doesn't have to remember it. Yep, written form, text. Text, email, email something. stone, something. Yeah. Chiseled. Anyways. So does anybody have anything like that? Any of the aforementioned? Nope. Continue saying it. Say what you want to say. I have on the very first one, Malaya, my great niece, she did get that, start that chemo that they were concerned about and she tolerated it well. So that she still needs to, she had to have uh, before her next, um, this most recent um, chemo, she, uh, they had to give her some blood because her count was so low. Um, but they look for her to be receiving this treatment for two and a half years. Isn't that awful? But anyway, so thank you for your prayers. She handled that chemo fine. Thank you. Yeah, that was the one that had, and he's, nobody's sick, so everybody's doing, seems to be doing fat, fine. Malaya's eating again and uh, doing well. Anything else? Give you announcements that you want to go? Oh. Well, I could go along. I'm joking. Um, just the, uh, the ladies um, thing this to pray Saturday. For that. The, the ladies thing this yeah, Saturday. The ladies lift. Um, oh, the heart lift. Of the lift heart of Christmas. This Saturday, 11 o'clock. You can still sign up. You can still sign up. You can still come. If you're a girl. If you, hey. Oh. Hey. I'm estrogen impaired. Can't help it. Christmas Eve candlelight service. Christmas Eve candlelight service. 6 p.m. 6 p.m. And this is our last Wednesday for until January 3rd. And this is our last Wednesday until January 3rd. Sad face. Sad face. Oh, there's a Lapeer Symphony Orchestra concert. Yes, Lapeer Symphony Orchestra. That's... Friday at the Lapeer School. And, and then Saturday. Does anybody need that repeated? I can't repeat it. Like, my brain is like, next. That's why I put stuff in my phone so I don't have to remember. And then it beeps. It's amazing. Anyways, if you haven't been to the Lapeer Symphony Orchestra, uh, any of their performances, if you missed it here last Christmas, that was amazing. Um, if you haven't seen them anywhere else, you're really missing out because they are amazing. And not just because we have a vested interest in saying they're amazing, because some of the people that go here go there. I'm not saying it like that. But anyways, but they really are. It's, 
I, I love live symphony orchestra music. That is so wonderful. And it's free. Sure, if you want to donate, but whatever. Who donates? It's, just, it's free. I don't know what she does. I don't. Anyways. Um, that's the way it goes. Anyways. Does anyone have anything else to add before we uh, close in prayer? Are we opening it up for everyone? Are we? Yes, we can do that. Yeah, of course. Just a quick prayer? Yes. Okay. So what we'll do is what we normally do when we're just the guys and the girls. And we have that isolation because that's how Pastor John wants it. Whatever. That guy. Anyways. So um, we'll... Uh, somebody will open us in a prayer, and then uh, it, when it goes quiet, anyone who would like to pray, I definitely encourage it. Um, and you, you can pray prayer concerns out of here, or you can pray, pray prayer concerns from your heart, however you want to do it. If you haven't been in one of these prayer uh, times, um, just pray until you're done praying, and then uh, when it's too quiet for too long, then I will close this in, in a brief prayer at that, and then we'll go back to whatever it is we want to do. I mean, not whatever. You can't ride motorcycles in here or anything. It's weird stuff. But So, sound good? Would anyone like to open our prayer with a prayer? <laughs>